Welcome, welcome to the Lighthearted Podcast Adventure with four pastors who discuss God, His Word, and some other stuff. This is Pastors, pastors Live, a Rev FM production from Water Springs Church, Idaho Falls. Here now are Pastors Dave, Ty, Shane, and the other guy. Hey everybody, it's Pastors Live. It's Monday, October 16th. It's Monday. It's a beautiful Monday. Uh, it's a Monday that it's a fall Monday in Idaho, which means things have gotten cooler. And so it's kind of nice to be back into hoodie and sweater weather. Um, I'm kind of liking that. And so uh, tell us, hey, if you have a comment or question, Pastors Live at the Rev.fm, Pastors Live at the Rev.fm. Uh, we've got Shane here today. Pastor Hello. Shane is here. Pastor Dave is here today. God bless you guys. And then we've got Benjamin. He is our man, the myth, the legend. He's doing engineering and production. Howdy. And he's trying to keep the radio station running because it's been weird over the last uh, couple of days. Uh, we've had, uh, <laughs> we, we've had like everything that could have gone wrong went wrong as soon as Gary went hunting. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> so, Gary goes hunting, and then everything, computers, sound cards, uh, you, you name it, 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 it went uh, It went wire. boom. It went boom. And so, uh, the, the little spiritual warfare, I'm thinking. Is uh, he getting elk or deer right now? Do, I, do, do we know? Hmm. Don't know. Yeah, we'll have to ask him when he gets back. Yeah. Hopefully there's well, jerky when he gets back. Yeah, that would be good. Yeah, we can ask him Thursday. You know, we'll, we'll, we'll find out then. But, uh, but hey, guys, listen, uh, I'm Ty, and I'm glad to be here with you guys. And there's a lot to talk about going on in the world today, but we have wonderful Bible readings today. We actually start two books today in our Bible reading. Uh, we start Thess- First Thessalonians. We're in chapter one. We start Daniel chapter one. We're also in Psalm uh, 101. 101, I guess that is yep. a chapter into itself. But uh, then we have Proverbs uh, 27.3, and our... Our Truth For You Bible readings, our daily Bible reading plan, you can go to our website at watersprings.net. You can follow along with us in that. And you can also check out our Truth For You videos that are connected to that. And what did we say the other day we were doing a stand-up? It was like uh, Bible uh, blips. a Bible blip. Yeah, right? It's like, yeah, you go to you go watch this uh, video. It's got like a little Bible blip. It has to do with our reading, and it ties some part of our reading into a video and a little bit of explanation and encouragement. We encourage you guys to do that. You can check those out on all of our social media uh, outlets on our website as well at watersprings.net. But today is uh, National Bosses Day. And so uh, for me today, that's a, I'm just, Jesus is my boss. Uh, my boss is a Jewish carpenter, and so uh, he gets all the glory. So I'm just going to turn that around and say, Jesus gets all the glory. Uh, he's a, he's a one, Jesus is a wonderful servant leader, uh, and I appreciate him. But I want to say I appreciate you guys very much and everything that you guys do. Um, and so, but if you, you know, you might want to say, you know, thanks to your boss, and hopefully your boss. It does right by you um, and treats you well. And uh, but guys, uh, still a lot of stuff going on in the world today, and uh, I don't have any comments or questions today. So if you've got a comment or question, pastors live at the rev.fm, pastors live at the rev.fm. Encourage you guys to uh, send us comments or questions that you might have. Um, but guys, we've been praying for Israel. And there's a lot that's been going on there, mm-hmm. and uh, we we want to encourage people to continue to pray. Um, and I've had some of those conversations, like Dave, like we were talking last week a little bit uh, about just kind of how how upset people can get, how angry right. people can get, right. um, and how maybe we need to dial <laughs> dial that back, dial that kind of rhetoric back just a little bit. I yeah. I love what Paul said, you know, when he, in First uh, Corinthians 14, he says, "Man, listen, I you know I." I 
in your understanding, I, I don't want you to be, you know, babes, but in malice, I want you to be babes. Like, I don't, I, I want you to be ignorant concerning the things of malice and hatred and bitterness. And, but when, regarding the things of the spirit, I, I really want you to be mature. I want you to be grown up and really know how to function in that area. And so I, I think it's important for all of us to kind of dial that back a little bit, especially our hate speech that we have. And yeah. I, I'm not, I'm not using the word hate speech in the context of, no. Um, racism or things like that. I'm talking about just, just this kind of this venomous conversation that we can have even as Christians. Yeah, yeah. People get angry and they think that they're. Um, I guess they believe. I, I mean, I, I would hope that they actually believe that they're somehow communicating the heart of God. And I think it's important for people to remember that God's not angry. Um, it's interesting, you know, when you contrast world religions. Um, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, um, the God and Father of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, is just not an angry God. He's not. Um, when you study Islam, Allah is angry. He's constantly angry. He's always angry. He's capricious. He's unknowable. You can never know if you've pleased him at all, and uh, you won't know until you die. Yeah. And that's that's the false God of uh, of Islam. And Allah, uh, and, and you know Allah, and so and then so many other world religions where there's just including the non-religious religions, you know, where um, God is unknowing, He's impersonal, and all this other stuff. Man, we serve a, a, a very personal God whose um, purpose in creating us was for fellowship, that we would be an intimate fellowship daily fellowship with him that was the whole purpose and um you know he he puts adam and eve in in the garden and his heart his desire is to walk with them in the cool of the day every day and you know in our our reading today uh all over the place i mean daniel 1 and first thessalonians 1 psalm 1 we have some great readings today but in our reading from first thessalonians i love this where he says Grace be unto you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, he uses the same phrase, this same sentence, grace be unto you and peace, in Galatians and Corinthians and Ephesians and Philippians and Colossians. And in all of those epistles from our brother Paul, we see that grace comes first, then peace. And so when people talk about peace Man, honey, you ain't ever going to have peace until you experience the grace of God. And you can't wait until you have peace to cry out for God's grace. Peace comes as the result of God's grace. And so uh, for for all of my friends and family and loved ones who are praying for peace, well, then pray for grace. Pray that the grace of God is shed abroad uh, in the in the hearts of Israelis and Arabs, their neighbors there, um, because that's where peace is going to come from. Yeah, I love I love what you're saying, Dave. the The reason we can stand confident that God's not mad at us is because of the grace of Jesus Christ, right? Exactly, and, yeah. and the cross ultimately. Yeah. And we can stand confident in knowing that God's. I love I love you. Say it frequently. He's not mad at you. He's mad about you, right? Yeah, he's yeah. he's crazy for you. And he, he proved it. He he sent his only begotten Son, Jesus yeah. Christ, 
to not only come into the world and say, hey, just thought I'd show up here and, and give you guys some feel goods and some warm fuzzies. Yeah, I'll no, say some cool things. He did, um, you know, he went to war for us against sin, man. Yeah. And I love that. He who knew no sin, Second Corinthians 5.21, became our sin mm. that we might become the righteousness of God in him. Uh, it's called the great switcheroo, right? Yeah. Um, we Jesus Christ switched accounts with us. He became my sin so that I might become his righteousness. That's a mind blower. Man. Yeah. It, yeah. It's in, it's, it, we just got through Colossians, right? Yeah. And I love in Colossians one where it says the fullness of God dwelt was happy to dwell yeah, in yeah. him yep yep i love that man yeah. it says it all that god was pleased to do that work so that we all through faith would receive grace and be in the family of god yeah and you have that opportunity if if you're if you're unsure that that you have a relationship with god you can stand confident that god has has said i want you and i've proved it by dying for you right well you know ty introduced bosses day is it national bosses day yeah boss? yeah or Na- is it national yeah. bosses national, day. national bosses, bosses day, day right so, and everybody has more than one boss there you go. Go. So, and you yes. introduced it by saying well you know jesus christ is our boss and he's the the greatest servant leader and isn't that the beautiful thing that's the that's the best uh, the best boss we could possibly even imagine is this servant leader. And when you think about that, and you think about our boss, uh, our Lord, our CEO, you know, Jesus Christ, how was he described in the Bible? Yes, he is a man of sorrows acquainted with grief, right, Isaiah? But in Hebrews, we're told he was anointed with the oil of gladness, and the word there can also be joy, more than any other or any of his fellows more than any other man you know our our uh, engineer today ben is wearing a shirt that says choose joy and love that um, shirt i saw that this morning in in staff devos and and i thought well good for you ben i i like that choose joy and and here's the thing if you're choosing joy well joy personified is in the person of jesus christ yeah absolutely and so if you want the peace of, of god then you have to, if you want the peace of God, you have to embrace the grace of God. And that the grace of God will bring the peace of God. And the peace of God is known because of the love of God, right? The fruit of the Spirit is love, yes. manifest in joy, peace, patience, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, and self-control. And so if you want those things, and you know, I just, God just wants me to be happy. What if he doesn't want you to be happy? But he does want you to be joyful, Right, there's a difference. Yeah, and so you know, I hear people say that all the time. I just, you know, hey man, I'm I'm messing around with my boyfriend or my girlfriend because I know God wants me to be happy. Hey, I'm leaving my husband or my wife because God wants me to be happy. You know, I'm saying fooey on my parents because God wants me to be happy. Boy, I tell you, show me that verse in the Bible that says God wants you to be happy because I I I've been yeah. doing this a while, and I've I've read through all 66 books about 66 times <laughs> or, or more, and I'm like I don't see that in there. God just wants you to be happy. No, but what he does say is that when you have the fullness of the Spirit, you'll have love. And when you have love, you'll have joy, peace, patience, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, and self-control. Right. Yeah. Well, and I think one of the things, too, is we talk about this idea that there's grace received 
Um, that also means, as Christians, grace is given. Mm-hmm. It's not just something we receive. Grace is something we give. Because if you think about the idea of grace for the undeserving, the beautiful message of the gospel, which is what we're talking about, right? Mm-hmm. A gospel culture is where that grace that we have received is a grace that we give. And, and I, one of the things that I hear and I kind of see a lot of is a lack of grace for sometimes even the lost souls of this world. Like, I want grace. I want grace, but I want everyone else to die. Like, I, I, I want grace, but I want everybody else to suffer. The, my What I think you is don't my understand wrath. Grace. And Well, you don't understand God's love because it yeah. says, for God so loved the world that he died, right? You know, he sent his only son to die. It's not that God loved America or God loved just this group of people or that group of people, God died for the whole, Jesus Christ died for the whole world. And, and so there's a love for the whole world. And I think we sometimes we forget that, that there, we're, we, when we're praying for grace, you know, to be in this situation, especially in the Middle East, and of course also in the in the, those Slavic states too, where right. you have, right, you know, you, yeah. you really have to say, hey, we need to show grace for those that are also right. in those moments because, God died for them. Right. It doesn't matter on what side of what conflict somebody's on. Right. Jesus died for them. And is it frustrating when you you see people that are just doing vile, evil atrocities against humanity? Yeah. Yeah. Does God does that break the heart of God? Yeah. Yeah. And does it break my heart? Yeah, it does. Because you realize it is demonically energized. Oh yeah. Absolutely. What has happened? Um, has been is is demonic. I mean, so there's no other word for. It. I mean, there's no other uh, reason that you can give for it. That is demonically energized stuff that that has been perpetrated against Israel. So, d- do you get angry at it? Of course, you get angry at it. I mean, what, right. what kind of a human being would right. would you be if not? We just read in the Psalm the other day, right? It says all of those who love the Lord hate evil. Right. Right. Yeah. It doesn't say hate the person. Right. It says hate evil. Right. Hate the source of evil, which is demonic, right? Right. It's 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 satanic, and right. and we are called to despise what is evil and cling to what is good, right? right. Well, well, Dave, you you bring something up. I think it's really really important. Is the is the spiritual entities that we do see, like because we just started the book of Daniel, and so of right. course Daniel chapter ten is where Daniel starts to pray, and then he's waiting, and he's yeah. waiting. It's like three weeks. He's waiting. And uh, it, it is a message of the Messiah, and so we would understand that to be Gabriel. And Gabriel comes and says, listen, man, the moment you started praying, I was dispatched to come talk to you. However, I was withheld by the prince of Persia. Right. And it, 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 it is this picture of the reality of the spiritual realm that he was stopped by this other spiritual entity. And Michael, it says, had to come and take the battle and intervene so Gabriel could finish the job he was given. And which tells us a lot about, by the way, Daniel chapter 11, right? So so this this idea that there are spiritual Mm. entities. And this goes back, by the way, to um, Deuteronomy and to Genesis, where there, when we talk about idolatry, I remember being raised in the church thinking an idol is only, um, you know, false gods. There's a difference between a false god and an idol. So you have an idol that's a piece of wood, 
and people bow down and worship it and that's that has it can't see can't hear can't speak it's because it's just a piece of wood but behind that piece of wood in the spiritual realm there's a real spiritual battle that's right and there's a very very real spiritual battle in the world and one of the things that we're seeing is we're seeing a very very real spiritual battle pouring out in the human realm that's right right and that's what i think sometimes people forget because we wrestle not with flesh and blood but against principalities and powers well, there's and, a this is a there's a real spiritual battle and the generation that we live in you know the the status quo or or the the thinking on spiritual spiritual battle both outside and inside the churches mm-hmm. is, is oh that's that's you know that's almost primal that's old school you know those those de- those demons those idols all of that stuff that's gone you know we don't live that way anymore our our, our culture doesn't have idolatry right. anymore right and, and it is fascinating you guys because like Ty was just saying you know when you look at Genesis and Deuteronomy and so forth I and mean, when you realize that. Um, demonic entities, angelic entities, the heavenlies, that language is from Genesis through Revelation. And when you think about the early church, they talked about angels a bunch. When you think about the tabernacle and then ultimately the temple, Mm -hmm. um, you know what their decorations were, were? When you walked into the temple proper, there were angels woven into the uh, uh, the curtains, and there were two very large angels that became sort of the buttresses of the temple. And of course, in the in the holy place, the whole or the holiest place, not the holy place, but the holy of holies, uh, you had the two angels on the mercy seat. I mean, this idea of bringing the the heavenly realm into the physical realm, the spiritual realm into the physical realm to be actually seen. I mean, that's throughout the scriptures. Well, and that's what, and I think sometimes we forget. We forget. We forget because if you think about the veil, the veil was very interesting because the veil when it was built. It had the, he'd had angels on it, yep. and that were keeping you from the presence of God. Yep. And if you think about what happened in Genesis, yep. they were kicked out of the garden, and because they were kicked out of the garden, there was an angel that was left there with a flaming sword to keep them from going back into the garden, mm-hmm. and back into the presence of God. Now the flood happened, and some some things changed, but when you see the the imagery on earth it represents the uh, heaven right it represents this spiritual realm and it's like we have forgotten sometimes to actually talk about the fact that there is a spiritual realm um my, well, and, and, yeah. and paul tells the corinthian church right hey the reason i want you to behave a certain way in church and the reason this is the reason this is important for your corinthian culture is what yeah the angels are watching and we forget that when you come to water springs or if you go to a baptist church wherever you live or an assembly of god church wherever you live and you go to church you need to remember you have not just the 100 people or the 500 people or the whatever however many the 10 people that are attending your church you're also surrounded by angels and they're watching that's pretty cool yeah it's powerful when you go to church next week and they say hey before you sit down turn around and greet somebody greet somebody that you can see and maybe bump fist with an angel (laughs) hey michael (laughs) they're all around (laughs) have you guys ever um I, i I want to ask this question to you guys. Have you ever noticed the spiritual battle uh, as, as you go on in life, like with when it comes to music or entertainment? Because we got stuff like, like in our world that's terrible, and, mm-hmm. and you can see uh, once, you, once you get in and start opening your mind and understanding the state that we're in right. and the depravity of man and, and, and just where we're at. Like 
we've got we've got pornography we've got yeah. pop stars we've got we've got all of this stuff and you can when when a song is on my, my wife and i experienced this not too long ago um uh, a mainstream artist who we won't name um dropped a new album that everybody was just just ecstatic about right and even some christians right and and so she puts it on to tease me because she knows that it's nails on a chalkboard to me but beyond that I could I could feel the darkness from it. Sure, of course. I could I could feel, and we just pray. Sense it. You could sense yeah, it. Yeah, you could you, sense it. Man, man there's something there, attached, and that's what Paul talks about, right? Yeah. The altar itself yeah. is nothing. Yeah. If you're offering to demons, but the fact is that there are demons that are attached to, to it. it, and yeah. that's what's that's what you, you have to be aware of when, yeah. when you're honoring yeah. that kind of junk. You're you're honoring the demonic entities that are behind it, and there is a very real spiritual battle. Mm-hmm. We have a tendency to have ignored it. I, I, I and I, I feel bad. A, a great theologian, um, uh, Doctor Michael Heiser, went home to be with the Lord this last mm. year, um, and he has written extensively in this area because he kind of makes the point. He goes somewhere we stop talking about this, right. but it's the same thing, Dave. Like you and I, we've been around the Calvary Chapel movement a long time. And you go into a lot of Calvary chapels now, and you go, it feels like a Baptist church. Like, what happened sure. to the what happened to the leading of the Spirit and the power? Nothing of the against Spirit? you, Baptist. I'm, yeah, no, I'm one. no, no, no. I know, I know, and I, and I, <laughs> right, I mean right, nothing right. bad by that. Right. But it's like we've lost something over time, and we sometimes we have to come back. And it's the same thing. Like when we read in Revelation, we have to come back to our first love. Right. We have yeah. to come back to yeah. Jesus. One hundred percent. And remember, there is a spiritual battle. But we're out of time for today. Just remember that you know, look, we're fighting a spiritual we're, we're, battle. We're battling the clock. We're battling. <laughs> clock here that's our spiritual battle but listen you're loved your family god bless you be praying for israel be praying for those in ukraine but also be praying for those on the other side of those lines because there are christians in harm's way on both sides and there are people who don't know jesus who are dying and that should break all of our hearts hey you're loved your family god bless you we'll talk to you tomorrow pastors live is a rev fm production from idaho falls idaho and is made possible by the ministry of greenhouse coffee Send your questions and comments by email to pastorslive at therev.fm. Then listen for their response on another episode of the lighthearted podcast adventure, Pastors Pastors Live. Live.